This podcast replay is brought to you by EJDconstruction.com. Call Eric at EJD Construction at 305-433-4843. They do it all, residential or commercial. EJDconstruction.com is the custom home builder and general contractor you can trust. 305-433-4843. Get insight on your favorite team with your favorite reporter with an expert. All right, I don't know. Uh, you just wanted to um, do a double shot Thursday or something like that? I don't know. But in Zeta 4, it used to be on Tuesdays, okay? Not Thursdays. Just want you to know. Zeta 4. That's, That's right. a reference right there. That's right, baby. She's only rock and roll. Zeta 4, K102 with the kangaroo. Uh, when was that? That might have been before my time. It doesn't ring a bell. What? No, yeah, you've been here since the early '80s. You saw K one hundred two. Yep. K one hundred two. Yes, she's only rock and roll. Uh, rock and roll. Yeah, and K one hundred two was out for a short time, but uh, we had it here in town. Uh, sometimes look it up there. K one hundred two, South Florida rock station. There's probably. I bet you there's a Wikipedia page uh, about it. I remember the uh, the logo was uh, a blue sticker. I said K one hundred two, and it had a kangaroo on it. If I'm correct. Damn, yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, and I want to say, okay, you're looking it up. I'm gonna guess K one hundred two was eighty four to eighty seven, maybe eighty eight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right in that area somewhere. So we'll see. Sean will look it up for us. And we'll see how good or bad my memory is. And, and, and get me the sticker also. The bumper sticker. Oh, they had a bumper sticker. People used to have it, have it on. It was actually a really good station, K102. Yeah, yeah it was actually a really good station. Uh, I really enjoyed that station. What was that? Yeah, K102. You can't find it? Go to Wikipedia probably. Oh, there's a Facebook page. Let me see. Oh. Uh, K-102. Oh. Alumni of K-102. I don't know if you can see that there from there. K it's, ac it's actually on Facebook. Alumni friends of K-102. <laughs> so you can't tell. So it, there was no, there's no Wikipedia page or anything that tells you what years it was? Damn. Okay. Unacceptable. Yeah, it is. It's unacceptable. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be there anyway. Uh, Butch Berry. Let's uh, let's talk a little. Let's get Butch here on the show. Uh, let's talk a little. Butch Berry. Kind of a strange, strange reviews. Uh, some there's some decent. Strange is a nice way to put it. Yeah. Uh, there's some decent stats out there at times too. So, you know, what I've told Dolphin fans, who cares, bro? We got to give the guy a clean slate. McDaniel knows him, so he's got to like something about him because he worked with the damn guy. He must know something about what he wants to do in his system. So what the hell? I mean, he deserves the benefit of the doubt. To, to, we got to be honest with the guy. We got to be fair with the guy and, and give him a clean slate. But so far, the reviews are, are not that good right now. No, and they're coming from folks out of Denver where he didn't make much of an impression. The fact that when they make the change with two games left in the regular season, they make it a point to fire the special teams coach and the O-line coach. 
doesn't necessarily speak very well, but I saw those same advanced stats that you saw, and I, I, I shake my head at advanced stats where people use it as a crutch to like, I mean, because somebody's inputting those stats and it becomes a judgment, like the win rate on pass blocking, the win rate. Well, the bottom line is they, they, were, they were leading the league in sacks allowed when, when Butch Barry was fired, and they were 23rd in rushing. So spare me with the, with the, win, the win block rate and all that. Something, right. something we're, we're, back to the original point. And, again, by, and by the way, they suck, and, and he sucked at the University of Miami too. Yep, that's the, that's the word I got as well. Um, and then when he was with with Mike McDaniel in San Francisco, he was the assistant offensive line coach behind Chris Furster, who I know is the butt of a lot of jokes here in South Florida, except, yeah, except the guy is a very, very good and very, very highly regarded offensive Oh, no, no. <laughs> Before you came on, I said, hey, we used to have a guy here that, you, that would do cocaine, but but he could coach. So, you know, that's, that's, that's one of those guys that you want to try to straighten out so you can keep him because he's actually a really good coach. Yeah, uh, I would go as far as to say there were a lot of a lot, most NFL observers and analysts were very high on his ability as a coach. Sorry, that's that's cheap. And pun cheap intended. And, pun intended. We got you. Yeah, that, that's cheap. And I, I, I hate myself for having gone there, but it was too easy. Um, here's the other factor with Butch Berry also. Let's not forget that Frank Smith, the offensive coordinator, was an offensive line coach became, before he became offensive coordinator. And it's not like he's not hands-on with the offensive line. Um, so I, I think if anybody's expecting basically Mike McDaniel to hire Butch Barry and then go, here you go, here's the offensive line, you take care of them and we'll worry about the rest. No, not quite like that. Right. Uh, I, I kind of get that feeling too that, that Smith will still be in charge and – it's almost like Barry really is more of an assistant offensive line coach, got, got the title of offensive line coach. And maybe it's one of those, hey, let's bring you in, let's get you you know, acclimated to the system, get you going with Frank, and then once we're comfortable and you're comfortable, then we can kind of you know, give you a little bit more and more and more, and it's one of those kind of things. Uh, and let me tell you, this, you know, some, some idiot on Twitter goes, well, they had to settle for him because who would want to work with this offensive line? I'm like, you're an idiot, dude. They got a perennial pro bowler in Armstead. Connor Williams is a hell of a center. And Robert Hunt is an up-and-coming guard. They've only got two questionable positions. And hell, if Brandon Shell comes back, you know at least he can man the right side and do a serviceable job for you. I think any offensive line coach would love to start with that kind of a foundation. And you got two, two of your other guys are two recent second-round picks who any offensive line coach from the outside might look at and go, Let, give me some time with them. I'm going to turn them into players. Right. So, yeah, no, that, that whole thing is, is, is kind of ridiculous. I, I don't, I'm not buying this, this notion. I saw, again, somewhere, like I think somebody on Facebook, where the Dolphin offensive line was rated 24th. Again, what, what's the, what's the rating? And no offense to PFF and all those good folks. Yeah, just yeah. What's the rating? I, I know what my eyes told me for most of the season. And when Teron Armstead was in the game, that was a pretty pretty solid offensive line. Yeah, and it was pretty solid when they were smacking Buffalo seven yards a carry. And you know, if the owner, if the if the coach doesn't want to continue running, well, he's the one that kind of takes the groove out of Stella. You know what I'm saying? So there are times, too, where the, the run game was working really well and the head coach did not help them at times to keep them hot and keep them going. And plus, most of the year, something we could not say in Tua's first two years, Tua was not running for his life at all in the passing game. Correct. He had more than enough time. I don't know, bro. What do you want to go, 90 95% of his drops? 
he had more than enough time to pass. He wasn't like the first two years, which the poor kid was getting mauled right from the second it was snapped. And and here's and the other point too. If if anybody, because I, I I've seen this this take before that they need an offensive line that's going to keep him from getting injured. Well, it's very convenient to forget that on the two plays where he got the concussions, the the, the officially diagnosed concussions, he had tons of time to throw, uh, and he just hung on to the ball. And and in the one in the case against Cincinnati, he had Jalen Waddle wide open for a, for a forty yard pass early in the play, didn't see it, then hung on to the ball, and eventually tried to make the one on one juke on Josh Tapau, and that worked, that ended badly. And then the, the the Green Bay game, he eventually got tackled. And after completing a pass to Durham Smythe, and it wasn't because he wasn't didn't have the time to throw. And it was four point eight one seconds. There you go. Which I'm I'm no I'm no offensive line genius, but that's a pretty long time to throw. No, that's ridiculous. That's Ryan Tannehill like time. You don't know. You don't hold on to the ball like that. That's what I. He's got to learn that he's not that guy. Also, he's not supposed to hold on to the ball. He has to be some of like like I said. Uh, the the bust that that is in Canton for Marino uh, moves as fast as Marino, and and he's there in, in in Canton, and that's all he has he has to move the same as a bus. Just make him a, a, a decision in the damn pocket in three seconds and get the hell out of the whole damn thing. Now, if there's nobody around every once in a while. There's, you know, there's those obvious moments that you can hang on to it for another second. But more often than not, dude, just get rid of the damn ball. We're and, scramble inside. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You keep thinking you're, you know, you're, you're Russell Wilson or, or Fran Tarkenton, whatever generation you grew up with. That's not who you are, bro. You're not, you're not going to yeah. be able to do those kind of things. It's just... It's just not it. Um, do you have any idea? They asked me, and I have no idea, so I'm going to put you in the terrible position. They need an outside linebackers coach. Uh, they need a safeties coach. What do you think about what? Where's Fangio looking for this? I, I don't know. I haven't studied his coaching tree, to be honest with you. Um, and that's nothing's going to happen there until they, they, they take care of the biggest piece on defense, and that's going to happen after the Super Bowl. So once they – once they make it official that they're hiring Vic Fangio, I'm, I'm I'm sure there have been conversations. Oh, you have any idea who you might want to bring in for those positions? Right. Nothing's going to get done, um, you know. And, no, and knowing him that he's old school, he'll say, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that after I sign the contract. Then we'll talk about it and all that, you know, because that looks like that's kind of the the whole process. I wonder if they'll hold a press conference for him, you think? That's not been the pattern in, right? in recent years, so um, – yeah, I don't recall them. I don't recall that being the case uh, last year when they hired Frank Smith to be the OC. Yeah, you're right. It's only it's only a year, year ago. I should remember this, but no, I don't recall. I don't recall a press conference for Frank Smith, and I don't recall press conferences in in 2019 once this, uh, Flores uh, you know finalizes original staff. No, you're right. You're right. I I don't think so. It just would be a a fascinating conversation to have with him. But I, he, he probably doesn't even want to do anything like that. He doesn't look like the, the, media, the media type. So uh, that, that once a week thing might be a little interesting with him because uh, it doesn't look like he's really the guy that really likes media too much. Yeah, there's a lot of those. And then if we're going to be honest, I, I think more coaches than not, if they had their druthers, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be doing – the once weekly if you're a coordinator and the once a month if you're, you're a position coach, you know, that they're doing. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. We can't take it personally. No. It's funny because one time Josh Boyer was talking about this was at a time when somebody asked him, like, if you, I don't remember the exact question, but basically the premise was like, if the thought of maybe he was about to coach one of his final games that come into play, and he was talking about he wasn't worried about anything because he's thankful for everything he's got in his life. And he mentioned a whole bunch of things. And when he left the podium, I threw out there, hey, you didn't mention the opportunity to interact with the media once a week. <laughs> what was the, What was the reaction? He kind of, he kind of gave it like, like a quick, quick little smirk, like, yeah. <laughs> I think deep down, like, uh, yeah, no. All right, so uh, let's talk a little Super Bowl, my man. Um, what, where, where are you leaning to? Uh, Philly's favored by a point and a half in this game. I have a strong lead towards Philly. They're, 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 if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, I, I think we'd be looking at a, at a clear, clear, decisive win. Uh, Mahomes just give you the idea that anything's possible for the Chiefs, but top to bottom, I think Philly is clearly a better team. And we've talked for a while about the ridiculous combination O line D line, mm-hmm. um, and, and D line. It's even even their front seven. I mean, it's like I mean they got studs all over the place. And I, I had I had this argument with actually a good friend of mine who covers the Eagles about Nick Sirianni and his worthiness as coach of the year. And I'm thinking I, I'm not offended if I'm an Eagles person about him not being a finalist because look at the talent he had to play with. But then that being the case, Howie Roseman's got to be executive of the year. I mean, look at. The, the moves that they made this offseason with A.J. Brown, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, which was a complete steal getting him from the Saints. That dude's a great safety. And signing Hassan Reddick uh, in free agency. And I'm going to forget some moves. But, I mean, it's just – he had they made the playoffs last year, and they added like four or five key pieces to that team. There's just – there's no hole on that roster. I mean um, – I, I I have a hard time I, again. But I don't have I don't have I don't mind giving Sirianni coach of the year because one of the things I do like, uh, uh, he's a young guy that has been able to mold this team quickly, and he has, they kind of take on his attitude, you know, and I, I kind of like that he has a little swag to his to his dude, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. and for such a young coach to be, you know that, like. He's got it all together, man. You know what I'm saying? He's got a good connection with the players. I have no problem. I get it. They're super talented, but I've seen a lot of super talented teams also fall apart and not. And hey, listen, the Cowboys are pretty talented, and they find ways to choke their their, their way out of games and all that. And yet, this guy has really kept this team together, and they're playing at a, an incredibly high level, man. Uh, I don't I don't mind giving Sirianni Coach of the Year. I, and, and I would I wouldn't mind either, but to, to me he would he wouldn't be my first choice. My, I mean my guy my choice is Brian Dable because I look at the Giants. Yeah, you're right, and I'm like, how the hell did that team make the playoffs? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, and he got more out of out of uh, out Daniel of his, Jones. out of Jones than anybody could get. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Uh, Dable's job with the Giants, I can't argue with that one. That that was one awesome awesome job because I don't think that Giants team is that good. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Not the, and on top of that, they had injuries up to Wazoo at wide receiver, yeah. which did not help their quarterback, who actually had a, had his best season by far. Yeah, no, it's a great call on your part. I, it, it, it's hard to argue that point. I just don't want to take anything away from Philly. They've earned everything oh, that no, they. No, no. Yeah, you no, know? I agree. And, and then, and then, um, like the comments that the Giants' safety Julian Love made, kind of semi taking shots, like he he didn't have to do anything. 
other than basically get out of the way. And it's like, well, yeah, correct. And he did that very well with that kind of talent. It's basically don't mess it up, which is exactly what Sirianni did. He didn't have to do more than what he did. So for he had a great he had a great team to work with, and yeah. he did a great job with it. I, I, I no, I have nothing but kudos about the work Kevin Sirianni done. I just think that Brian Dable will be more deserving. Yeah, no, and I don't have a problem giving uh, Dable uh, that that award for sure. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, we're, let's play the shell game. Where does Aaron Rodgers? Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo end up. I thought you guys were going to talk about Brandon Shell since you said the Shell game. Um, thank you, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Vegas or the Jets? No, 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 no. There's no fence straddling. You got You oh, got to. You got to nail it. You got to. You got to go with one. Where does okay, Rodgers land? Derek Carr, New Orleans. Okay, I'm with you. Uh, and the other two is going to be Raiders. It's going to be Vegas or the Jets. So it's a matter of who goes where. I'm, uh, I think I, go, I think Rodgers is going automatically to the Raiders. I don't think Rodgers wants anything to do with New York's media at all. That's fair. Uh, I think he may look at that Jets roster and go, hmm. Oh no, it's it's fun. that defense, and he gets Brees Hall back in that offense. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you that. Their roster is pretty damn good, but, you know, and he's a West Coast guy, too. So that puts him in Vegas, close to the West Coast, all that crap. I just you got – well, but, but what do you think? You think Rodgers goes to the Jets then? No, you make – well, and the, the difference, though, with Rodgers and Garoppolo is – I mean, Rodgers can semi-dictate where he goes because, um, you know, he can refuse to go. He can just say, well, he's not retiring and leaving $58 million on the table. Uh, but they have to work out trade compensation, whereas Jimmy G is going to be a free agent. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, I'll bite. Okay. Ugh. See, I, I don't think it's quite as clear cut because you got the Josh McDaniels. That's the idea. That's the idea. Also. That's the idea. It's not clear cut. I got to, you know, I'm putting Garoppolo in the Jets. I'm putting Rodgers in Vegas and I'm putting Carr in New Orleans. Okay, but I'm okay. I'm gonna go the other way around. I'm gonna go Rogers to the Jets, Garoppolo to Vegas. Okay. All right. Let's see. But but I have I, let's say fifty-one forty-nine because I I your logic also makes sense. Yeah, Devontae Adams is there. He's a West Coast guy. His quirkiness. He's got to know that New York is gonna be a monster for him. Because yeah, but he's also one of those guys. If Aaron Rodgers, how do, I can how can I put this very politely? Um, Doesn't let's say he has a fairly high regard for his own intelligence and ability to, to handle situations. So he may, he may look at it almost as a challenge and I, I will, I'll, I'll deal with those New York media types. I don't know. It's different when it's just, you know, Rob Domofsky and, uh, and a couple of other dudes standing in front of you in green Bay. And then you go to New York and it's going to be 200 in front of you every single week. And they're going to be dissecting. They're going to be dissecting anything and everything you say and have said and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just. Uh... It, it, here's the thing, though. It, it Dealing with the local media for quarterback is one day a week plus post game. And as far as what's being dissected, not like Aaron Rodgers hasn't been scrutinized like crazy nationally for the past 
whatever five six seven years yeah i know but it's it's different it's different when all these new york uh media outlets are right in your face and then they start bombarding you with you know super bowl like questions and you're like well huh what where did that come from you know (laughs) holy crap you know that kind of shit it's a it's a different bird you have to be a different athlete to play in new york period you have to be you, you can't be thin-skinned. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, and I don't know that one. Uh, that one's kind of odd for me. All right, what do you got going on on alldolphins.com for Sports Illustrated? That's what every dolphin fan should be bookmarking alldolphins.com to get this man's intel every single day. What you got going on? Well, we've had a lot of stuff this week. Today, I posted a story earlier today, basically previewing the Hall of Fame class of 2023 which is going to be announced tonight with the hope that this is the year that Zach Thomas finally gets in. Um, and that we'll be following up with the results. Let's hope so. That's it. All right. All right. Good stuff. There's a lot of other stuff on there. I just that, but that, that's the main focus today. All right. There you go. Appreciate you as always, my man. Thank you. We will uh, catch up uh, on, uh, on Tuesday and we'll talk a little, uh, Little dolphins, and we'll talk a little Super Bowl. Then we'll have uh, we'll have our uh, our result. Sounds good. Enjoy the big game. You got it, my brother. Be good. There you go. The great Alan Poupart there with our EJDConstruction.com Miami Dolphins report. And when it comes to EJD, call my guy Eric. Oh man, they're always there for you. 305-433-4843. And listen, custom home construction, major home remodeling. We're talking about a company that is responsible. Everyone is insured, okay? So all the workers, when they come into your house, they're insured. So if somebody gets injured, they're not suing you. Make sure whenever you hire somebody to work at your home, they are fully insured because if they're not and they get injured on your property, they can sue you. EJD Construction protects you, the customer. So if you are looking to build an addition to your home, a second floor, you want to modernize that kitchen, you want to upgrade that man cave now and make it really nice, you need to redo that backyard. And maybe, you know, one of our listeners actually made this whole shed with a, a full kitchen and a barbecue and a grease trap. I mean, it was really, really cool. Another one of our listeners uh, built an observation deck on top of their house so they can hang out. Apparently, the guy's a big cigar smoker, so you can hang out with your cigar on top of your house, watching the sunset, all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool, man. I, I've seen more and more houses actually build like a like a observation deck. You ever seen some house, any of your houses around your town, and you've seen one with, a, with an observation deck that they build on top? That is such a cool thing, man. Telling you, I don't. I don't know if they would allow me to get away with it, but it's something that I would love to build myself. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, I know. I think the one down the road that's a two-story has the like sliding glass door where they can come out, like a little balcony type. Like a balcony, thing, yeah. But it's not really a you know rooftop. Yeah, yeah. Sitting there. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They got like a spiral st- staircase to the to the. Uh, Eric showed me the pictures. It's uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. Can't say your name, but it's really, really cool. So uh, you call them, man. 305-433-4843. Custom home construction, major home remodeling, whatever it is you need. If, if you unfortunately had to fire your home or business and you need to remediate everything and gut it all out, they do that too. You got uh, your roof. You're, you're renewing your hurricane policy. And if your roof is too old, 20 years plus, these, these insurance companies are telling you now you've got to upgrade your roof. 
Well, EJD Construction can do that for you in Dayton, Broward County. 305-433-4843.